gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier y'all gonna talk about it. No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Million Up Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier, sitting here with the wonderful, the beautiful D. What's good? What's up? What's up? How you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I feel amazing, man. We got, we got, this is about to be, this is about to be one of them ones. So y'all yes. definitely better uh, stay tuned. But before we start, I want to advise everybody, please like, subscribe, leave a comment. We're trying to get those subscribers up, those ratings up, all those things. If you guys would, can do that, we greatly appreciate it. And before mm-hmm. we start this episode, D, she's going to go into our first sponsor. Yes, sir. So you guys already know this episode is sponsored by Commando Athletics. It's time to get fit and get paid with the Lean and Six Body Transformation Challenge. You know, here at Millionaire Mindsets, we are firm believers that health is wealth, and this is the perfect opportunity to make your health a priority. This six-week challenge comes with easy-to-follow workouts and meal plans so that you see results in no time. Minimum equipment is needed for both the home and gym option, and all fitness levels are welcome to enter. And the best part about this challenge is the top five performers will each earn $1,000 for having the best six-week transformation. All you gotta do is sign up, show up, and show out. The challenge starts October 11th and ends on November 20th, and it only costs you $79 to enter. You can sign up today at www.commandoathletics.com. And like as always, the link for that is in the description of this podcast. So and getting started today, like I said, today it's another dope episode. We got a guy, in my opinion, you got to pin him. When it comes to media and within our culture, for our era, you got to pin him on the, uh, the, Mount, the Mount Rushmore for what he's doing, <laughs> man. He got he to gotta get a lot of credit. And his name is Sean Cotton. He's the CEO and founder of Say Cheese TV. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all are familiar with that. So we're super excited to have him on the show. So welcome to the show, bro. Man, I appreciate it, man. I've been seeing y'all do y'all thing for a while. And it's funny because uh, when you DM me, I didn't see that you DM me like a long time ago. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, like, wow. And I see you get a lot of interaction on Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy to be here. Like, I, I like to come through and, and bless every black media outlet, whether if it's podcast, um, big or small, it doesn't really matter. I know a lot of people like, like <clears throat> I'm sorry. You good. I know a lot of people, they like to like uh, chase views and things like that. Man, if y'all doing your thing consistently, I'm I'm a I'm gonna come through. That's you know love, man? bro. That's so, how you do. Yeah, that's love. y'all definitely been doing y'all thing, <laughs> like for sure. So Appreciate you know, I'm a I'm gonna get fans from this too. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So, that's love, man. We like I said, we excited to have you here, man. And just yeah. just getting straight into it for the people who might be might be under a rock, might not know what say <laughs> cheese is. The small people who do, who don't mm-hmm. know, you might just give them like a background on yourself. Um, is this really uh, we'll say cheese? Just you, just uh, well, shit. I'm a blogger, a journalist, entrepreneur. I like to invest. Uh, you know, say cheese is a is a media outlet where I find undercover talent, and you know, I shed a light on it. Uh, we we report a lot of different news too. Right. So you know, it's just not super music how it used to be. We'll post like a weird fact or something like that that the kids can learn from. You know, a lot of these kids don't watch TV no more or. Facts. You know, they don't read books no more. So all they know is music. All they know is what their latest rappers, what their favorite rapper is doing. doing. So we like to mix it in with a lot of, uh, you know, dope content and um, dope music, new music. Some rappers may be trash. Some may be good. (laughs) We we break a lot of talent. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And November 10th, November 14th will be our 10th year. Wow, you've been yep. doing this 10 years. Yep. That's amazing. And I, I didn't really see a big profit to like six years after. Man, so, oh yeah, we got to touch on that. That's yeah. crazy though, but it's like, so you started in 2011. So what inspired Late 2011. That? Um, you know, in Philly, on the East Coast, like DVDs were a thing. Right, like you know, like You know, like the smack DVDs and the freestyling and things like that. So in Philly and New York, that was always a thing. And I felt like uh, the South didn't really have a lot of media, like street journalists. And... Um, I had went home. I was working at Home Depot at the time. I'm making like seven twenty five an hour in the summertime. You know, I'm dark as I'm dark as shit. <laughs> so in the summertime, I'm I'm on the um I'm the cart guy. So I'm making every two weeks. I'm probably bringing in like three hundred dollars, like every two weeks. Damn. And I'm at that time I'm throwing parties. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I had went home for a summer, and then I had through I used to throw parties called Call of Booty. <laughs> you know, like the video game Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. So we had turned it into like some Call of Booties and like a whole different type of things like that. And then we did Call of Booty 2.5 on Halloween in 2011. I made like the party made like 4,500, and we okay. split it. And I probably had like 1,500 dollars. I bought a camera, and then at that time. I'm working at Best Buy, the distribution center, and they were about to fire me, but I quit. I quit, <laughs> so they so they couldn't so they so fire me. <laughs> and then I called my mom, and I was like, "Yo, like this is what I plan on doing." Like, and um, my mom and dad divorced at the right time because my mom was the hustler. We used to do all type of like passing out phone books, printing out fake car insurance printing out fake doctor notes, like mm-hmm. anything to make it work, like anything to make rent, like to meet rent at the end of the month. And then my dad was like, my mom was a hus- was the hustler and my dad was, um, he was like, buy the book, go to college, Just get a job. Yeah. So if my mom and dad didn't divorce, he, he probably would have kicked me out to force me to work a right. job so it wouldn't have been to say cheese. Wow. So my mom and dad divorced right on time and it forced, <laughs> and, and it forced me to stay with her because she needed help. Right. I had a little sister. Okay, okay. So yeah, and then um, that was that. Wow. So like you said, it took six years before you turned to profit. So like- Like a bit, yeah, yeah. Like like I I, I made my first 100,000 in 2017. Wow. Yeah, so at that time, was that that's when we took off. Like me going to Chicago, doing interviews yeah. like, we, like we spoke on. Mm-hmm. Me going to Detroit, doing uh, Detroit interviews. Um, going to Houston, like traveling, you the YouTube like really like the monetization really did what it was supposed to do. Mixed with the Instagram, we had launched the Instagram um, in 2013, 14, and that started picking up right on time. Everything just clicked, like all the stars aligned at once. Wow, man, that's amazing! Like six mm-hmm. years for that that first yeah. hundred thousand. A lot of people would have quit. That's why mm-hmm. I tell like entrepreneurs, like everybody's on the internet, and your your friends are giving you advice. Your mom is giving you advice. All these different tweets from all these different people. You're seeing all these different people, you know, give their share their fair share of advice. Like nobody really knows. I mean, every there's blueprints of way to do things, but. Only God knows, man, at the end of the day. So that's why I always try to tell people, especially like rappers, rappers who are 30, you know, getting up there in age. Because mm-hmm. I'm 30. So I know how, you know. Yeah. I remember when I was 20, in my late 20s, and people was looking at me like, yo, so what are you going to do? Like people, you know, once you get up there in age, the pressure is on. The pressure is mm-hmm. on. So that's why I always tell people just keep going. Like, and don't do it for the gram. Don't do it for the internet. Like, do it for results. Like, real results, you know? So... How did you uh, deal, if you had any at all, but how would, how would you deal with those moments where you felt like you started to doubt the vision or you felt like, you know, it's not it's turning that profit, it's taking too long. Mm-hmm. I got to put my mind elsewhere, my yeah. my attention elsewhere to bring in money. To Just make being disciplined. Like you see me today, I showed up in Crocs, like Crocs. <laughs> I'm not big on jewelry. Um, I stopped going to the club. Well, I was never really a club guy. I was a promoter. So I was already burnt out. So I stopped hitting the clubs. Um, just being tunnel vision, traveling, because when you're stuck in the city, you start to feel like, oh, the city's not supporting me, and mm-hmm. this, this, and that. So you start to feel like you're obligated, and you get lazy. Then you, then you get um upset and depressed and discouraged. So then you want to start going on rants on the internet. So I start mm-hmm. hitting the road. Me and my mm-hmm. homies would go on the road. We'll each put in like two hundred a piece. Go to St. Louis. Go to Chicago. Go to Atlanta, then come back. And I used to go to St. Louis, get three interviews. Go to Chicago, get three interviews. Go to Detroit, get a few interviews, and wow. then come back. So I would do that. We used to call them like little like uh, blogger tours. And blogger. I used to just make up names for them and make them look like they were bigger than what they were. And <laughs> people crazy. would just support. That's crazy. Because people want to support. You just got to be interesting. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Facts. That's a fact. So I would put together like little BS tours, and, and um, people would buy into it. So... Um, yeah, just really just staying disciplined, like not competing with other people, um, making like saving my money, not trying to keep up with the D boys around the block or, you know, every, you know, this, the designer. Well, I'm really a vintage guy. I don't really. Yeah, that's a, like I've been to your shop. Yeah, yeah okay. yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's funny, man. I've been out here moving, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, man, you know, when it's crazy, I don't want to change the subject, but this podcast <laughs> this needs to be the staple of the city, like. Yeah. 
That's like, all, damn. That's how we you all want to say that though. Like, but let me but to get back on track <laughs> on track though. Like, um, yeah, this really just staying, just knowing my true self and not trying to be somebody I'm not. And even today, like, you know, I, I like cars and shit like that. Like, I'll get the Lamborghini and shit like that, but I'll still stay true and not go like the super designer and that's just not me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and I seen like speaking of the Lamborghini, I seen on the tires we had ten thousand hours. Yeah. So for the people to break break that down for people that may not like six 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 what six years. So I you know just the cliche saying ten thousand yeah. hours will will you're you know you can make it if you put in your ten thousand hours. So I just mm-hmm. put that on my tires for like motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I didn't really calculate how long it took, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, just you know just to let people know like yo this stuff this stuff is not gonna happen overnight. And you know, on Instagram, everybody's rich now. Everybody, everybody's Everybody. rich. rich, and rich. People aren't even. People don't even want to really be successful. They just want to look successful. So that's just my thing. I always want to be um, just my true self, man. Nah, that's a fact. Like I, uh, I spoke on it. What's what's the, yeah? I spoke on it this week. How last week that was our first week. That was our first thirty k week. We made thirty thousand a week, and that was the first time that happened within business. Yeah. But it took us four years mm-hmm. to get to that point. That's so nice. I'm like, you know, I, th- I think I seen that. You no know, shit. I think <laughs> I seen that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, bro. How did it feel? It felt amazing, man. Yeah. Like she's she's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> it felt not, it felt good just because like. It's something you know. Is when it's something it's, when you create something, it's your baby. Mm-hmm. So when you see it start generating revenue, yeah, and you start doing different business mm-hmm. things that bring in money, it's like you feel like it feel amazing. It's like an indescribable feeling for real. Mm-hmm. It feel like you're not content. It's like we could go, we could do more, right. we could do bigger than this. Exactly. But it's like it's a proof of concept Man, that I'm on the right path. In in December 2016, that's when December two on YouTube, I made 17 grand. And you're right, it made me. Like, yo, what can I do to turn 17 grand into 34 grand? You know what I'm saying? What can I do to turn that 34 grand into? So some people get money and they think they made it. Some people get money and like you said, what can you do to get to the next level? That's a fact. And, you know, I mean, I'm I'm salute the 30 30 grand because it's a lot of people that wish they could do that. No, that's, no, that's real, man. And uh, what's up, D? I see you want to say I got something. a question. So on the topic of YouTube, because you've, you've been on YouTube and going at it for years now, yeah. would you say it was easier back then to build a mm. brand and monetize on YouTube or now in today's Back climate? then, because it was, it was less content. Right. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was just Vlad. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even a No Jumper yet. But back then, it was a Zach TV. Rest yeah, in peace rest to him. Peace, rest in peace. And then now everybody's a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Everybody, it's like people because ten, five years ago niggas thought I was a square. (laughs) No, 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 seriously, being a blogger ten years, five years ago, that's facts. Was you? Ah, man, you blogging ass. You know what I'm saying? Like it was. Now these hood dudes are looking and they're like, yo. Yo, you see, and not even just me. It's a lot of people. You just say it's a lot of people that's getting money off of this, and even the hood guys are not rapping no more, and they're they're becoming, you know, media guys. And I'm not hating on it at all, Mm because it's nobody, and Vlad is super consistent, and he's been on my platform, I've been on his platform. Um, No matter if it's 300 bloggers, it's not going to hurt your money. Mm -hmm. That's why I go on everybody's channel. I'm not... I'm not in competition with y'all. Right. Like mm-hmm. everybody's in their own brand. I'm I'm not a podcast. Y'all are a podcast. Mm-hmm. So um I just feel like uh yeah, back then it was way easier because it was only <laughs> like five people to go to. <laughs> and you know, now it's uh it's a it's a lot. Everybody's doing interviews now, but sh- it's better than being in the streets robbing, killing, Facts. doing all type of Facts. negative things, you know. So a much better route. Mm-hmm. And what you think, um, like as far as today, this in these times we in right now. Like when it comes to social media, because I feel like you mastered it. Like, yeah. what do you think is the key to building an audience on social media? Uh, don't stop watching the numbers. I feel like mm. I used to be like that. I used to. I remember early on my YouTube, I used to make fifteen dollars a day on my YouTube, and uh, I used to watch the numbers. And I when I when I would just put my head down and just do interviews just to do them and not keeping up because when you. When your numbers go down, you get discouraged. And yep. You mm-hmm. stop creating. You stop and you go days yep. and weeks without uploading. That's I would right. just put my head down and just upload. Upload three three clips a day. Break them down. Three clips a day every day. 
and then you start seeing, then you're going to get an interview that reaches 100,000, and then you're going to get an interview that reaches a million, and then the mm-hmm. residual income. So after a while, I just would put my head down and just just, just upload every day. Damn. Don't keep up with the numbers. And I feel like a lot of people, I'm a numbers guy, so every day I would look, mm-hmm. but it's a gift and a curse when you're just trying to keep up with yourself. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's that's a major key right there for real. Cause like you said, you will get discouraged. Man, you have a bad week, you be like, damn. Man, you'll be like, man, is it worth it? Or yeah. like that's why it's important to do things. And don't get it wrong, we all love money. Like we all love money. I see the uh, the prize. I see, <laughs> I see the, with those Gucci. Yeah. So, so 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 we all love money, but you gotta love it too. Yeah. A lot of these dudes are doing things they don't love. You know what I'm saying? I know it. Like this podcast is your baby. You said yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we didn't I, make nothing in the beginning. In the first year, maybe made a lot yeah, of people, long time. And a lot of people who were in it for clout, they would have quit after that. Yep. Because they're like, man, I'm not make. I'm not getting no clout off this. And that's why there are a lot of rappers who come to me who used to be, um, uh, like a lot of female rappers who come to me. They used to do hair. Then they did lashes. Then they stripped. Then they did uh, it all. They just doing everything for clout. That's why when when artists DM me, they really gotta love it. You know what I'm saying? They right. really Put they really house. gotta want to be an artist because people nowadays are doing anything for clout. Anything, and they not they don't love it and they don't last long. So that's a fact. I mean, like I I, I peeped the tat. All yeah. you got you got over at Kobe. Oh, Kobe, Mike, uh, Michael Jackson, Floyd, Floyd. and Lil Wayne. And those all those four people that love they, they crap. Love they you crap. study them, they love that. I always tell crap. people about Wayne. You Google, Google any rapper in this era. Google their name and money, and they're gonna have uh, money to their ears, right? Mm-hmm. Google Lil Wayne and money, and he has one picture of money on Google. Really? Yes. Wow. And, that, and that's just to say that that's, he he didn't really care about the money, which he did, because him and Birdman yeah, fell over. Right, right. Yeah. But. The craft at the end of the day. I always Ooh. tell people, Google Lil Wayne money. Lil yeah. Wayne money. And it's it's very few pictures of him. You know how these rappers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Everybody got one. Yeah. Everybody got one. Everybody got a money picture or a phone picture <laughs> or, you know. So, but Lil Wayne never really had one of them. And wow. um, that says a lot about his character. Because wow. I even got a money pick. And I'm, I'm gonna I got one too. I got one too. I, I got like, one too. I guess I'm the only one who ain't did it. <laughs> yeah, women, women usually don't do it as no, much. Yeah, women don't you keep really it do classy. it like that. You keep it classy. But uh, I got a question with you. Mm. Because with you being, you know, who you are, the great at building brands and things like that. And I think it's really important to always be able to connect with the younger audience. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, what they say is hot. It's hot. They Definitely. always going to have that pull on things. So what would you say is the secret to maintaining that connection with the younger audience? Um, Damn. And it's, I love your question. Man. Y'all, got, <laughs> y'all have great questions. <laughs> Thank man. you, bro. Um, at the beginning, people dogged me because they said Say Cheese was too hood. Like in the city of Dallas, they said that Say Cheese is too hood. He'll never make it. It's too gruesome. It's too this. He doesn't post enough conscious rappers. So what I did was hood, the hood People don't, the hood is more loyal than uh, than a lot of people think. Like when I mean hood is like kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they they were they were way more loyal to my to my uh, brand than anything. But what I would do is I sometimes I feed into the bullshit. I'll post, and it's not right. But sometimes I'll post when rappers are beefing, or mm-hmm. I'll feed into what they want. But on the back end, then I'll slap them with informational posts too. Yeah. So. How I got say cheese to what it is to 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 keep the youth around, I feed into what they like. Dang, my, my nephew come home, he tell me what's going on. These two rappers are going at it. I'll feed in with to what the youth likes, but then I'll give them what they need. Mm. I give them what they want, but to then I give them what them they need. Because you don't want to be the blog that come out and you trying to force feed a message to yep. them. Mm-hmm. You gotta give them what they want. And then once you have a cult following, give them what they need. Like mm-hmm. every two posts of the day, two posts out of the day, I try to give them informational posts, um, whether if it's about real estate or a new law that came out, or uh, it may be uh, somebody, uh, it may be somebody who a doctor who just invented a new HIV test cure or some be some shit. Right, 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 right. But it's always some things where people can say, "Damn, I, uh, damn, I, I learned that from Say Cheese." Right. So I try to keep them around with the BS. But then hit them with what they need yeah, to. You got to hit them with doses. Because these kids these days, 
They don't have OGs. They don't. They don't want it. They don't want to be told what to do. So you got to slip it in there. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's that's why I got them. Plant the seed. And yeah, a lot of these bloggers, they come out and they try to be too woke. And and uh, you know that's a good thing too because you're in it for good intention and I'm in it too for right. good intention. But my following, I don't man, my my followers are ruthless. So you gotta <laughs> give them. You gotta give them a little bit of what they uh, of what they want and what they need. Man, I love it. And that, like we talk about this a lot too, because I say if it wasn't for like certain things, I don't think I really would care about dressing the way I dress. Mm -hmm. But I know you see me, like you said, see me with the Prada's on, yeah. Rolex on. Exactly. It's like they gonna listen to what my message truly is. Exactly. I'm talk, talk talk to people about money and finances, but you're not gonna listen because I know when I was coming up in Chicago, a motherfucker come in our classroom with a suit on, talk about. <laughs> not gonna listen. Like, trying to hear. There's nothing. There's nothing relatable nothing. with him. Not let young boy come in there though. You know and say something about real estate is up. It's over. Exactly. No, that's yep. that's a bar, bro. Before we continue on, we're going to go into our next sponsor. What if I told you there is a secret asset millionaires are pouring money into? One nobody is talking about. Not on social media, the mainstream news, or even on financial networks. It's one millionaires use not only to grow their wealth, but also protect it. And it gives you the opportunity to potentially leave your family a legacy. What if I told you this asset is contemporary art? Would you believe me if I told you it's outpaced the S&P 500 by 174% from 1995 to 2020? Seems impossible, I know, but it gets even better. Because the global art market is expected to increase by a staggering $1 trillion by 2026, that's why more and more millionaires are investing in contemporary art. Now, previously, investing in million-dollar artworks was reserved for the ultra-wealthy, locking most investors out of this asset class. But that's all changed. Because Masterworks... Silicon Valley's newest $1 billion unicorn gives you the opportunity to invest in multi-million dollar paintings, including works of the legends like Banksy, Basquiat, and Warhol. Just keep in mind, there's a limited number of paintings, so demand for Masterworks offering is higher than ever. So don't wait. You can skip their wait list by going to masterworks.io slash mindsets. That's masterworks.io slash mindsets. See important disclosure at Masterworks. Dot io slash disclaimer and like you guys know the link for this is also in the description of this podcast so if you want to start investing in art and making money in art go to the link in the description of this podcast click that and get started today but i want to talk about because i know you uh recently you have a, a, a label now right uh, yeah it's something like a label well really it's uh, uh well I don't really want to get too deep into it yet okay. because it's a big situation I got coming with Interscope. Uh-oh. Congrats. I, congrats early. Yeah, appreciate it. But uh, I do have a situation where I'll sign artists myself, build their leverage up, so then when they go get signed, they can get the half a million or 2.5 million that, you know, I did a situation with Glock 9, and I built this leverage up, and he signed with Birdman and Republic for 2.5 million. Wow. So it's situations where I'll build their leverage up because these days, if you don't have leverage... You may sign to a label for some BS, some some real BS. But when I get behind you and I'm posting you on Say Cheese and getting your numbers up, um, I can get you what you want, the half a million. It's a great, good advance mm. to get you going. Mm, that's, that's so awesome. I don't want to say a label yet because it's not really an LLC yet. And I'm so busy with the Say Cheese farms and the real estate and all that. I don't want to sign five people at once or ten people at once and then they're depending on me. And then I don't deliver my situation with them. And then it's, man, fuck Sean Cotton. Fuck right, right, right. So I try to deal with one or two artists at once, build their leverage up, work them out a deal, upstreaming with a major. Upstream, man, that's mm -hmm. hard. And I, mm -hmm. I brought it up because I see it as pretty much like vertical integration because you got the platform yeah. to boost them. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And put them on. And then mm -hmm. you can, so that's, that's like, I feel like that's evolution on your part because you started with that and now you build it to something else. Yeah, is it, and to me, it's just not even about the money because there's a lot of artists that I signed and I'm in a hole with right now, but just giving people a shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, these kids in the hood, they can always look back and be like, yo, Sean Cotton, he, everybody's not going to blow and be little baby. Right. But I can always say I gave them a shot. They know that it's bigger things going out here than their hood. Mm. And I feel like, um, you know, that's all these kids need is, mm. is a shot. Mm -hmm. So You uh, said earlier you had a gift for finding hidden talent. So when yeah. you're, you know, going through the different artists or the different individuals, what what stands out to you or what are you looking for? Um, 
it depends on each artist. Like Spotum got him. He got the beatbox on. Yeah. The crazy looking guy mm-hmm. from Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, he his aura, like the way he dressed, the way he looked. Cash Page talent. Y'all know who Cash Page is? I'm not he's, too familiar. I know Spotum got him though. Wow, she's from um she uh she's from Dallas. Damn, she'll be a I probably Man. for real. Yeah, she she just went platinum up with love uh, songs. You don't know love songs? I probably you know, know if I hear. Yeah, you listen like Summer Walker and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I got, I'm diverse. I like. <laughs> yeah, but Cash Page. Um, but anyways, yeah, but just with artists, it's like uh, the aura and um, like them really wanting it for real. You know what I'm saying? Like really just them wanting it. Okay. Um, when I was working with Rod Wave, uh, his music was great, but um, yeah. I know who she is. <laughs> she, yeah, looked yeah. It, she looked it up real quick. I Googled quick. her real quick. I know who she is. Yeah, yeah. Is. Cash Page, she's, she's major. She's, was this on Moneybags Yo uh, album, the okay. intro? So she's she's doing her thing. And it's a lot of other artists that I have, too, that are better doing their thing. That's dope, man. Like, getting in on that um, executive side when it comes to music, I feel yeah. like that's what a... Well, anything, when you get on the executive side, that's where the real bread is. That's where the real, that's where the real money yeah, yeah. is. At. They said um, artists... They said... The music industry made eighteen billion last year, and the artists only got two billion. So that just should tell you that the the labels, the executive Damn. side, they're getting the ninety percent, eighty ninety percent of what the artist should be making. Wow, I know that. Yeah, it's a lot of money uh, being made right now. You know, especially with streaming. Straight. Like streaming, it, man, it's so, a lot of money. Like break that down for the people. Like when it comes to stream, like how does a uh, artist or the labels they get how, how they get paid from that? Man, well, the artists they get a very, 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 very small percentage. Small percent. Well, you already know one stream is zero, 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 zero point three cents. You know that? That's uh, crazy. So it's like one. It takes <laughs> fifteen hundred streams for one album sale. And one album sale, what's that? Probably like ten dollars. It's like ten dollars, fifteen hundred streams. So it's very hard to get. That's why you gotta be super big to make that money. Right. I mean, there are artists who are making five, ten grand a month off streams. I've seen it. Twenty bands off streams that are independent, like Money Man. It's a great example. Money Man going crazy. Uh, Larry June. I know they were both for Empire, but them type of artists with cult followings, Mm -hmm. you could really live off streaming. But uh, it's 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 tough, and that's why I said you gotta come in with leverage to get on the upside. Because if you don't come in with leverage, they're going to treat you any type of way unless you deliver a hit. Damn. You got to deliver a hit or you're just a, a tax write-off. Do you think you even need a label today? No, because streaming. But if you want to get to that level where it's radio, um, you know, it's politics too, playlisting. Mm-hmm. If you want to get on tour with certain artists, the label, they push them strings. You can't get on certain playlists if you're not signed. Really? Yeah, because that's how you gatekeep Right, right, right. Okay. okay. So it's like the the label knows, like, yo, if we hold right, right. Uh, exclusiveness to this playlist, it's going to force because if they don't gatekeep anything, you don't have to sign. Exactly. So that's what it is. Yeah, it's a catch twenty two and all this shit. Damn, damn, it's it's, it's really politics. What's up, <laughs> politics? Now I was gonna say, like, overall, would you say you've had a good experience in the mu- music industry or a bad experience? Because it seems like most people always say like they've had a bad experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, these rappers, man, just dealing <laughs> with rappers, man, they're, they're divas. So um, I'm going to say 50-50. It's a lot, of, a lot of bad experiences I've had, but I've learned from them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and um, my life has changed. And with Say Cheese, it would be nothing without the artist. So I don't want to, I don't want to go in on them. Okay. <laughs> because, you know, without Say Cheese, without artists, without the artist, what is Say Cheese? So, um you know, it, it it comes with its good and bad. Okay. And let's talk about. Um, you said you you, you kind of brought it up briefly. Say cheese farms and real mm-hmm. estate. So, what is that? How you and how you got into both of those industries? Um, because I got tired of people putting me in a box of just being a blogger. I want to be bigger than that, and I don't want to blog forever. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people they get to doing what they doing till they forty, and then they become bitter and they start hating yeah. on the youth. I don't want to mm-hmm. be that person, so I wanted to uh, diversify my portfolio and invest so me and my uh my partner we uh we bought 40 acres in oklahoma that's amazing you know it's, it's legal in oklahoma mm. so uh we're growing out there now indoor and outdoor and um uh i recently bought like 10 uh properties fix and flips mm. 
which was I was dating my realtor at the time. I oh man! Have, oh man! Yeah, I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have did that. But I don't want to go in on her. Uh, mm-hmm. I learned from that. I, I I lost a few dollars on that, but then I won in the end because of the pandemic. A lot of the rental, the the uh, the rental uh, income stop. Yeah, when it shot up. Oh, okay. okay yeah, it shot that. up during the pandemic. Like the sales market, everybody was moving to Texas mm-hmm. from from Cali. And, that was us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, a lot of people were moving from Cali and, you know, because Cali got strict uh, laws now mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. uh, vaccination and stuff like yeah, that. Sure. And even like Tesla's moving to Texas. Yep, Austin. Austin. Yep. And um, uh, so with with that being said, during the pandemic, it made all of my uh, fix and flips, the income, the value of the properties went up. up. So I made a lot of my money back. Mm, that's amazing. Man. Yeah, I had like 10 and I got two in Philly that I'm about to wrap up right now. So Get rid of them. Getting rid of them. You gonna <laughs> just put it into another venture? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put it into another venture. I really want to like start a um, a new social media app because Instagram they're just taking down everybody's pages. Facts. And uh, yeah, I got I got a million fake pages, bro. Man. And they won't even take it. They be like they don't break community guidelines. I'm like, okay, oh, I, I got yeah. somebody who I can get you in touch Bet. with. Yeah, he's, he he works with Rock Nation. Okay, and. Um, he can get them taken down. Oh, say so less. I'll send you the link for Facebook because you got to report it to Facebook, not Instagram. Not Instagram, and I did, I did that one with the uh, with the license. He put, a, they, they asked people like license. Or yeah, passport. you got to take. Yeah, 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 I'm like, man, what the? It's yeah, this, I, man. I know somebody from Rock Nation who can help you do that. But I need that because I get a new, I get a new fake page every week. Man, they be trying to they be, like two they be trying to scam under your yes, name. And that's shit. exactly yeah. what they doing. Yeah, so yeah. I, I can I can take care of that. But, I can, yeah, I can get that's love, bro. Me. Appreciate that yeah. for real, man. But now that's I like talking about diversification just because. Like as you you know, everything don't last. You know, a lot of things don't last forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. like shit could fall, and a lot of people get money. And get you know, even I uh, I was on YouTube last week and I was uh, doing watching a documentary of how, how athletes go broke. Damn, and um, majority do majority athletes go broke, and you know they was talking about from Antoine Walker to Allen Iverson to um, Derek Coleman and you know Scottie Pippen, and they're just talking about. They get the money so fast and fluent and easy. They're not thinking about when they retired, the checks really stop. They stop. Mm-hmm. And what saved Allen Iverson was the Reebok. That deal. So in 2030, uh, uh, Allen Iverson would get $32 million because he did a, a trust fund with him. He mm-hmm. had like a trust fund with him. Instead of getting it all at once. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, of it getting, because if he would have got it all at once, he would have went. He would have went so what they did was they they told Allen Iverson um, that they would give him eight hundred grand a year, and then in two thousand thirty he would get thirty two grand. But I say that to say that the money comes so quick they never you never think about the future. You're always stuck in the present. Mm-hmm. Things are going good now. Facts. All these women, cars, clothes, Facts. friends. So yeah, that's I don't want to be stuck into that. I don't want to be stuck in now. I'm trying to think like, all right, what can I do to put people in position now? You know, to where it's though when say cheese slow down, I can fall can back. Fall back. Cause I don't want to be in a well. What what uh what uh Fortune Doug say about Young Jock? Broke like Jock. I don't want no rapper saying broke like, like, broke like <laughs> Cotton in the next ten years. Broke like broke like Sean. No, I don't want that. No, fact. Hey, but he made these, his song. No, nah, for real. Yeah. No, nah, that's like you don't want to. We always talk about that too. Like yeah. we ain't trying to fall off. We yeah. and we ain't falling off. Like for sure. Mm-hmm. But do you think like I want to ask you this? Do you think it was easier? To remain focused when you didn't have nothing, you was building up, or is it easier now that you made it, quote unquote? Uh, man, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm still, I'm level headed. Is nothing's changed? Like the the Lambo, the Lamborghini, the house, the I I, I stayed the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't let none of this shit get to me because I know it can all be taken from me. That's a fact. But me having money comes with haters, too. So when it put my hand more on a swivel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People, they, they want what you got now. When I was broke, nobody wanted to rob me or hate on me because I was, I was broke. Mm-hmm. But now we just made me more cautious. I'm going to say that. But I'm, I'm before and after, I'm still the same. Like, still disciplined. I still wake up early. I, I, you know, I don't do drugs. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I grow weed, but I don't smoke weed. So I, I ain't, you know, if y'all, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever I say, I don't want to disrespect y'all, but right, I, don't, right. I don't, I'm sober every time I'm aware. Like, that's just how I've always been. Nothing's changed. 
a lot of people they get on and they stop doing what made them winning. I don't mm-hmm. get it. Yeah, complacency. You know like if it's not broke, don't fix it. That's how I look at life. Like you know Damn. what I'm saying? No, I, exactly. No, so, I know I love it just because I see I see people get to a certain point and they fall off. Like I didn't see people come up at the same time coming up, get some bread, be lit, be and lit. then mm-hmm. drop. You be like, damn, like what the fuck? Like what happened? Like bro? artists, like I'll see <clears> art and I'm just using this for an example, but they'll do something that always worked. And then when they get on, they stop because they think they're too good or and I don't ever want to be that. Like, I don't ever want to think that I that's why um and I keep mentioning my crocs, but uh <laughs> it just a remind it's just a reminder yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it just puts me back because I got I got drip and all that, but I still try to remain in my my bubble. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm. So no, that's 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 my go ahead, D. I was gonna ask you, um, because just listening to you talk, it's obvious like you got a not a lot a lot of knowledge on financial literacy, and mm. I know that doesn't just happen overnight. So for you, when did the switch flip, and what steps did you take or resources did you use to gain all this knowledge? Seeing people lose it, yeah. Seeing people lose it. If somebody had asked me, to, um, me and my no, my friend had asked me. He said, "What what motivates you more? Seeing people get it." No, he asked Damn. me what I forgot what the question was, but it was seeing people get it or seeing people lose it. And no, it was, I forgot the I can't I don't want to misquote him, but it was just kind of like I learned more by seeing people lose it than what they did to get it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh I don't wish on nobody's downfall, so for anybody right. that's listening, that's not my message. Right, right, right. But it's like when you see people lose it, you learn what not to do. What not to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You learn what not to do. So that's just my thing. Um, I've seen a lot of people lose it from the D-boys in the hood. The dudes mm-hmm. who used to walk out on the block and, and, and the, the dope boys and the dudes, the, the, the scammers, the, all, everybody. My homeboy, uh, Batman Kevo, you know him? Yeah. I've seen him go from down, down, up to down to up again. So it was like, all right, I know what and what, what not, not to do. do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and you know, I, I, I'm I made a lot of uh, mistakes too. You know, I've made a lot of some ba- some bad investments. Investing in friends, start to start up their companies, they don't even they don't even appreciate the money because it's not their money that that's that's being lost. Yeah, it's about shit. to be a lot of people hitting y'all up, especially after that tweet, that thirty grand tweet. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be like, hey, uh, hey, Xavier, uh, damn, bro, you gotta, you can I hold that? Hey, hey, I got an idea. It's gonna be a lot of ideas right now. <laughs> hey man, I, I, I got an idea, man. And, and as soon as you say no, you think they gonna look at you the same? Hell no. They're gonna start they're hating on you. Mm-hmm. Man, man, you and your girl, y'all think y'all, man, y'all tell there's gonna be girls hitting you up. <laughs> if they not already, hey, let's open a salon. And they don't care if the, the salon succeeds or not. Mm-hmm. They just wanna be involved. Because of the cloud. Because of the cloud. Exactly. They want to be next to y'all. That's why you got to keep it nice and tight. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, no, people you are already, they just waiting on, oh, he made 30, man. He going to make 60 next month. They waiting on that next tweet. <laughs> they waiting on it. And I've lost money believing in my friends too early. I didn't test them. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Be trying to be a real nigga. Looking Damn. out for friends. And there's a lot of friends that's doing good. So don't, you know, don't, don't think that all my friends are fuck ups. And even the ones that I gave money to, it was a learning lesson on my end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I can't give you that 20 piece to, to flip. I can't front you that 20 piece for them five to 20 pounds. You, you know, streets. Yeah. <laughs> so it comes to me just being level headed, man, and and uh and 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 paying more attention to the losses. Mm. No, that was that was mm-hmm. that was a powerful message right there. And with you being so involved in like the uh, music industry and that community, and you know, most of the messages with that community is like um financially illiterate. So like how which in your in your opinion oh, how do you think we like it could become more of a financially literate space man I will say cheese it is <laughs> look and, and I'm not gonna say no names but it's over the past two years there are ten rappers I know that blew half a million dollars each each some two fifty some five hundred some two million there are ten rappers I know that blew. Big amounts of life-changing money. If they could have invested into a subway or bought vending machines or AT, it's so many little things you can do to keep that revenue flowing. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like you can't tell these niggas nothing. You gotta let them lose it. Fuck them. 
That's how I feel, and I'm sorry to cuss on my podcast. <laughs> you can't tell these niggas nothing. I tried to plenty of times. I've tried to because you got to understand, I'm not flashy like that. I'll, I'll get fly every now and then when I want to step out, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll get in the, I got the Lamborghinis and stuff. I know I keep saying that. I'm just nah, go ahead. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. We love it. We love it. But you got to understand, if you're not little baby, if you're not... You know, got the both watches. You know yeah. how they do with the watches. And <laughs> if you're not doing all that and super grilled out, they don't want to hear what you got to say about money. So That's let them fact. lose it. Let them lose it. Let them bump their head and come back. That's mm-hmm. how I'm, I'm not giving no more financial literary, uh, literacy uh, advice if you don't want it. Now, if you come to me and you're like, Sean, I got 20. What, what should I do with the 20? Come on, man. Invest, with, invest in my farm or, or buy this or do that. Buy this, this plot of land over here in this hood because it's going to go up in prices soon because they're yep. going to build a... You know, once they build a, a Starbucks or Chick-fil-A in your hood, your, the value, the value going up. Invest in somewhere like that. So I'm not giving no more advice for niggas that don't want it. Fuck them. <laughs> Facts. No. Fuck them. And bleep it out. Got, <laughs> for real. Got me crying. No, we ain't going to... No, because these kids think they you're trying to control their money and things like that. And now when I get artists signed, I don't let them get all their money up front. I tell the label to give them. Let's just say an artist signs for a hundred grand. I'll tell the label to give them fifty grand and then give them five thousand every month. I'm not. None of my artists are getting money up front no more because mm, they'll blow it. They'll blow it. A lot of these artists smoke big weed. Yeah. Like not even the swishes no more. They roll their shit in backwoods, so it takes up more so weed now. Um, dr- guns. Everybody wants guns now. Everybody. Super designer up, y'all. You, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know six fifty. I know, I know. So Balenciagas, Yeezys, the Dunks now are overpriced four fifty five hundred. So these niggas, I, I've seen, a, I've seen an artist blow hundred grand in, in in two weeks before. It's, easy. it's super it's easy. easy. It's easy. It's super easy to go to Miami and rent out a car, and and you paying. 1500 $1, a day. A day. And there's nothing wrong with renting a car and living your life. But you got to understand to live below your means. Mm-hmm. That's a man. That's I, why I showed up today in my Crocs, man. <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all are watching, man, <laughs> and Crocs need to give me a deal. Hey, hey Crocs, Crocs, y'all see this? Crocs, you hear me, man. <laughs> I'm a million dollar guy. I'm still rocking Crocs. Hey, let's go. <laughs> man, but no, that's it. Because people would judge you, like we talked about this a lot. People would judge you based on your image, but we know to keep it long term, start you ain't gonna be in designer every day. Like people might see me in designer on the ground, but every day you see me, I'm gonna sweat. And there's nothing wrong with wearing designer. It's not. It's nothing as long as you know the income and outcome ratio. It's nothing wrong. <laughs> I don't want to sit here and people think I'm shaming designer or I don't got drip or we or all you got it. You know what I'm saying? We all got it. We all got designer in our mm-hmm. closet, and we all got things that we love and we don't need. But it's just like, yo, you just got to know the difference. You know, a lot of these kids don't. No, nah, facts. Because yeah, I always talk know. about it two years ago, hitting uh first 100,000. That shit went back to like 80 within a month. We went to Miami. We went to, <laughs> yeah. where we go? We went to Miami. We, we was like, baby. We was on a tour. And then you realize in that moment, you be like, damn, this is not a lot of money. This, bit, this shit yeah, is so like that. Easy. It's so it's easy. It's so blow. easy, man. And. I just want to let people know just to pace yourself because a lot of times we do want to show our peers how we're living too. Because people buy into your brand when they see you're, you're moving up. Yep. So I'm not saying sometimes it's okay to do it for the brand because it's for the brand it's too. For the brand, yep. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But don't overdo don't it. Don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow, you giving us some game. Go ahead, D. I got a question because we've been talking about clothes. And I want to get into clothing because mm-hmm. I know you got the store. You just yeah. opened up with the vintage clothing. Yep. But I'm curious because, you know, lately a lot of people have been venturing away from the brick and mortar stores because they say it's like a dying thing. You know, everything's online. E-commerce. Mm. What made you go the brick and mortar route? Bellum is walking traffic. Thanks. 90% of our traffic is walking traffic. And then, you know, the Instagram promotion, of course, and then, you know, online traffic. And, yeah, we we don't have an online site yet. Me and Barry have been talking about it, my partner. But Deep Ellum is a staple. And, you know, even Texas OU that just passed the college game that just happened. Yep. One of our craziest days was walk-in traffic. So I feel like if you have walk-in traffic, you'll never lose. And women love to shop. So, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like if we were in the back of somewhere or... 
if we were hitting a hidden spot, I would have been against it. But walking traffic, I would never be against never walking be. traffic. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's the um best piece of best piece of financial advice you've ever gotten? Oh uh, man, don't be uh, from Dame Dash. Uh, don't be scared to invest. A lot of people sit on their money and save it. Yep. And um, don't be scared to invest your money. Like the real, the real, the real hustlers, the real risk takers, they let their money work for them. So, you know, a lot of people they get a million dollars, and what what good is a million dollars sitting in your account? Nuts. Like all they talk about interest rates and the money coming in and doubling. Nah, real, you, you won't become rich saving money. Facts. You won't become rich saving money. And, um, you know, I reached a million dollars a long time ago, but my money was everywhere. Real estate, you know, the weed, the everywhere. But I recently seen a million dollars in one time. And I'm like, yo, no, I want to keep, I want to keep it working for me. I don't, I mean, it's good to have a bragging rights saying it's in your account and, but a million dollars means nothing if it's just sitting there. You want to keep it going. Mm. Because a million dollars is not a lot of money. It's not. People used to say that. They used to be like, man, you crazy. It's really not. You A million dollars, you spend one dollar, you're back at nine hundred. <laughs> you're not a millionaire no more. You're not a millionaire no more. So, <laughs> Man, that's crazy. But what that felt like, because I know people, when you say that, people want to know, like, people, uh, when they when they hear people talk about making millions, what that felt like getting a million at once. Man, it's, it's unreal because of where I came from. Like I said, passing out phone books with my mom, um, you know, making fake phone, I mean, fake car insurance, printing printing fake doctor notes for, for people around the, the city and doing anything it took to make money to now was a real thing. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, just, it just, it felt, it, it was unreal. It was like, what? Like, I got to do this because to become a billionaire, you got to make a million dollars a thousand times. So yep. I'm like, I, I need to do it 999 more times. This is what I'm on. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm on. Like, I really want to be a billionaire. And um, have y'all sat down with Dr. Rose yet? No, he was he was supposed to. It was on me, too, though, because I this was before he moved out here. Yeah. I asked him to come on. He was like, he was with it. This was like a year and a half That's ago. That's my guy. I yeah. can make that happen. Oh, but let's do it. Let's do I've it. I've been sitting down with Omi and the Hellcat. You know, okay. heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know he's going through legal issues. Yeah, yeah. That's my guy. He's from Philly, too. And... Um, I've been sitting down with Dr. Rose and these guys, these are millionaires, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And myself and the Bandman Kevos and trying to see like what can we do to like come together. You know what I'm saying? I see you're mm-hmm. you're like-minded. You should be mm-hmm. in these conversations too. Mm-hmm. And um just really like sitting down with these people and and do and it just 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 making it work. Cause I don't think I can't become a billionaire by myself, I don't think. I don't think. I think it's to become a billionaire solo. I think it's pretty much impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. You gotta link up with people in other fields. Yep. You know, you gotta have a team. You gotta have a team. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, you if you look at it and study every billionaire, it's all like it comes down to business and ownership yeah. and doing it on a massive scale. You exactly. need a team. You exactly. can't move solo. It's impossible because people are gonna blackball you. Once you become, once you once you make too much money and you're not involved with other it's people, people, it's a ceiling. Damn, it's a ceiling. Damn. Talk about that. Talk that, about that. That's with anything, man. Like that's with anything. And I just told you about that. And um, the music thing. You can't become independent and and be a megastar independent because you can't get on certain playlists. You can't get on certain radio. Some you can. Some some radio will blacklist you if you aren't with a major. Right. So in this world to make money, you gotta link with the, with the elites. Collaboration. You got to collab. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's a bar. Nah, that's <laughs> that's, that's definitely. A, nah, that's, that's definitely a real talk. So I'm gonna ask you this. So let's say somebody listens to this, they think about creating a uh, platform, getting in media, and but they start from ground zero. Yeah. They ain't got no followers, nobody paying attention to them. If that was you in 2021, how would you how would you build the audience? Get in it. It's a lot of money in, in media. With YouTube, the monetization on YouTube, it does. It, it people say it doesn't really pay out a lot, but upload them clips every day, okay. and it's gonna do what, what you wanted to do. Break down those clips. If you're gonna do uh, them big long interviews, you know that you see um, on YouTube, make sure you throw five, four or five commercials in there, mixed with the sponsors like y'all got. Mm-hmm. Um, stop chasing celebrities. Create celebrities. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's with on um, damn. That's, that's with a, like music. Like if you mm-hmm. want to be a say cheese, like I didn't get on chasing Drake around or Future or Meek Mill. I got on seeing who was next up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta that change lives. Hey, that's a fact. Just because I resonate with that. Because when we started, people always hit us up asking for advice on how to build a podcast. But when we started interviewing financial people, it wasn't. It wasn't the Mark Cubans, the Damon Johns. It was the everyday person that had bread that you might not never heard of. Exactly. And you was interested in that person's story. Exactly. So it's similar. It's very similar to yeah. that. So that's so a lot of people, you know, a lot of people chase followers. They chase clout. I remember my first interview with Dr. Rose. He probably had like, he didn't have a lot of followers, but it was just like, yo, you're doing something. You're black. You're a dentist. You're doing something for the people. Mm-hmm. You're changing lives. You're, you have a nonprofit organization. Um, he's fixing people's teeth that don't have the money sometimes. He, Dr. Rose hit me up one day and was like, yo, look at this kid. Get him, uh, try to get him up here to the, uh, to the office. I want to I wanna do his teeth. Nobody's talking about that. But we're talking about all the killing and shooting and beef going on. Right. But people need to talk about Dr. Rose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, he's doing a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like platforms that's bringing things like that to light, finding people with a niche, and put them up and put them on a platform. Mm-hmm. You'll never be people will always be thankful for that. That's but facts. if you interview a future or money bag yo that did a billion a interviews, billion. why would they care about Xavier Miller or Say Cheese? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. So mm-hmm. this you just gotta be not I'm not saying you gotta be the first to interview everybody, but find them stories, man, and 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 put them on a platform, man. Facts. Mm-hmm. You you giving out some game, bro. And yeah. you do interviews, so I know you do interviews too. So in your opinion, what's the keys to a great interview? Ooh, that's a, good um, a key to a great interview is somebody who's real personal. Like I don't even take money for interviews no more because it hurt my YouTube channel. I really? stopped taking money for YouTube, and I'm not telling nobody not, and I'm not telling y'all. Somebody want to Xavier Miller? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What's your name? D. D. Right? D. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> if somebody want to pay y'all to get on here, I'm not saying do it or don't do it. But for me, it hurt my channel because people would pay you for an interview and then get on your platform and not talk. Like there's, there was a guy who paid me for an interview before, got on the Say Cheese interview and acted too cool to talk to me. Like he did, like he didn't want to be there. Like I beg him to do it. That's, that's, that's but it start happening more and more because you know a lot of people don't like a lot of people FC cheese. Every. Right. So people wanted to get on there and act like they didn't they like care it. about it, bro. What and they paid you? And then it messes up the channel because the engagements go down, the algorithm right. stop. Nah. So my interviews gotta be real personal. Like I gotta want to talk to you, and you gotta want to talk to me. No money involved. You two spam me already. Why I got a double dip? I'm not saying don't because there are some people, you know, Vlad paid some of his guests to be on there. To be on there. You know, to keep his channel going. So that's mm. the, sometimes you gotta pay people to, to come to, on. Sometimes and sometimes it works because it builds your 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 search engine. Mm. If a lot of people are searching Xavier Miller podcast and um indeed. I'm sorry. Uh it, it helps the viewership. Mm-hmm. So um no, yeah. that's I think this topic's so important. This on a personal note, just because me and Deanna, this is a conversation because <laughs> we've never took money to come on this podcast, but yeah. we get offered it all the time. Yeah. And just last last week, somebody offered us 13 bands to come on. And that's, like, we was having a conversation about it. We turned it down just because, like, and people always ask us, they be like, why y'all don't? And I, I always be like, man, I feel like once, I open, once you open that box, it, it could get kind of... It watered down. Yeah. So it's like, like you can pay to get on the Instagram, but as far as the YouTube channel, um, nah, because when people know now, when when they're every day somebody wants to pay us for an interview, I'm ten grand, twenty, thirty, the labels, and I'm I'm just like nah, I'd rather do it for free because I don't want to, um, I don't want to mess up that exclusive exclusivity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want people to know, like damn, like he earned his way up there, right? Mm-hmm. See, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's if it's right. pay to play on the interview, <laughs> then it hurts the views a lot. So I'm glad you said that. I'm I'm, I'm glad you said. But that. hey, somebody <laughs> coming with that chicken, man, <laughs> and, and, and they got a dope story. They got a dope story. I'm not telling y'all to don't, don't do it. Right, right, right. Sometimes you don't gotta keep it too real. I mean, keep it real, but sometimes you gotta. It's, you sometimes you can give it there. Give it there. Does it make sense? Sometimes people be trying to keep it too. Oh, my morals. Yeah, right, right, right. We'll have your morals and things like that. Yes. 
But sometimes thirteen thousand. Yeah. Yo, what's your story? Like, send us a bio. Right. And if the bot man, I'm taking that shit. Yeah, because I didn't. I ain't know nothing about this person. I never conversated with him. I don't, I'm in my opinion. I'm like, man. I'll be like, man, this person could he could not be who they say he is. Like, it could be a, a terrible episode, and it's like, is that worth? That's going that that, that thirteen ain't enough. It ain't to, exactly. to worth all that. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So that's that's how I looked at it's it. It's like you know when you watch Vlad TV, you know they earned their way. They earned their so way you, on you, it. You now you're bo- now you want to watch the interview exactly. But if somebody paid to get on, you like who does who is this who is this dude like? right? Mm-hmm. Who this dude? Yeah, yep. I see you want to say something. Yep. So one of my final questions is something I started asking the guests on the show because I feel like you know typically we bring people back on and they progress so much. But I want to ask you um, for your future episode, where do you see yourself um, in the next few years, two to five years, accomplishing what goals so that when you do come back, we can play this episode back and have it as a capstone for you. Um, I want to. I want a, a, a number one selling artist. You know, I got a few plaques right now, but I want a, a big artist, um, Drake level, Roddy Rich level. You know, generational uh, NBA young boy, uh, somebody who's generational. That's on the music side. I want to. Um, I want to become that guy in the weed business too. Mm. Um, and uh, shout out to to Cookies and Burner. You know, shout out to Burner. Yeah, he he's fighting cancer right yeah, now. Yeah, I heard about uh, that. So you know he's in our prayer, Brand but uh, yeah. um, I want to have one, I want to have a crazy big app too. I want to build an app. Me and Omi and the Hellcat was talking about that. He's real big on like uh, the technology side. So I want to come out with an app. It's a lot of different things I want to do. I want to start shooting movies. Uh, uh Start directing movies and, and putting people in position. My thing is just giving people a shot to do things they always wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And I want to be that type of guy like. You know, people don't talk about Tyler Perry enough. You know how Facts. he put people in position. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like how he dresses up like a woman and things like that. You know, whatever. But by him opening a studio in Atlanta, Atlanta, and a lot of people can get to go there and use his space. That's like, amazing. I want to open up a space for people. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to open up a space for people to go after for kids to go after school and study and get free food. You know, a lot of people don't have food when they go home. Facts. So I, I want people to go have to come to a center and. Be able to do their homework and eat for for free. It's a lot of different things. A, a lot of different things I want to do uh, for the African American community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we're just getting started. You know, and um, it's a lot of things I have to learn. Um, you know, the IRS they 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 tried to attack me later earlier this year, but really, yeah, it, but because I didn't know how to file like my write offs. Okay. So now I'm just going back and auditing my 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 write offs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little, it's just a little, a lot of things a I'm learning. Things like learn. I'm giving a lot of game in this episode, but it's a lot of things I'm new to as well. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, so no, that's mad because like I always say how most of us that's that's got money now that we still relatively young. A lot of us that we first generation in this, so a lot of they we gonna teach make us a lot. taxes, man. Or none of that in school, none of that. They didn't teach us none of that. We learned a Q. We learned square plus plus triangle equal uh uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> octagon. We didn't learn. <laughs> we didn't learn the real man. Nah, we didn't facts. learn taxes and good having good credit. We didn't learn none of that. So a lot of us were hitting our heads, and you know, uh, it's okay. It's okay to hit your head. Yeah. Only place where you're perfect at is the internet. Everybody expect you to be perfect. Everybody is perfect. And it's okay. And I, I learned, uh, I seen the tweet, your tweet go viral last week about cheap is expensive. Yeah. And I like yeah. that. Well, thank I, you, I, I it. <laughs> So wait, were you saying that being cheap catches up to you? Or were you saying that being cheap, it, it, it's smarter to be cheap? No, what I'm saying is like, say like, um... I got a podcast, say I bought a camera, but it's the cheapest, say if I go to Walmart and I buy the cheapest camera in Walmart, say mm. I spend like $15 on the camera, I don't even know if they got cameras that cheap, right? So I start my podcast, but seven to 14 days later, that motherfucker gonna break. Yeah, so you got So it. now I gotta go back, yeah. now I gotta mm-hmm. spend even more money. So that's when I say being cheap is expensive, that's what I mean, because you gotta, you always gonna have to double back and do it again. Yeah, so it's, it's best to do it the right do way. Do it the, the right way. Invest yeah, they quality. say, they say yeah. what they say, buy, they say all you gotta do is buy quality once, and you ain't gotta buy it again. Mm, that's real. Yeah. That's real. So that's yeah, that's that's what I. But I like what your message. I like so much. It was all it's all about helping people from what I'm hearing. Yeah. And I think I don't think people understand. That's when you really get blessed. Is when you focus on how can I help and change other people's exactly. lives. Yeah. And as a blessing, God 
I don't know everybody's religion, but God bless you back for helping so many other people. Yeah. So that's how I see it. And I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's major. And uh what yeah, I got I got I got one more question for you. You so, good, y'all good. Top five. Top five what? Rappers, dead or alive. All time. All time. Let's see. Pac. Wayne. Okay. Um Pac this this in order. No, it's not in okay, order. Okay. This is my top five. Okay. Pac Wayne, Biggie, mm. Jay Z, mm. um, and and I'm gonna say five. I know I'm missing somebody. Five. That's always a hard one to pick. Yeah, I'm gonna say um, man. Did I say Drake? Nope. I'm going to go ahead and give it Drake for this generation. Mm. Drake's, Drake's going on a run that no, Nobody, other, no, that no other artist has went on in this era. Mm. Um, I'm going yeah, to go Drake. He he caters to the women and he caters to the men, the, to the mm-hmm. thugs. <laughs> <laughs> so he has be- the best of both worlds. Um, it doesn't look like he's falling off no time soon. Facts. He just went platinum in a week. Facts. Um, and then it's a, a branch from Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. him and him, him and Lil Wayne are under the boat, the same family tree. Mm. Uh, so you know, shout out to Birdman. You shout know, the, 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 the he stuff don't get he his was, credit. Yeah, mm-hmm. the stuff he was talking was real. Like he done more than 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 Diddy and Hove. When it comes to music, when yeah. it comes to the music side, yeah. So yeah, those are my five, man. But Wayne is my favorite personal. Really, my 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 favorite personal. There will never be another Wayne, <laughs> and there will never be another Tupac. I agree. 25 years later, everybody's still getting compared to Tupac. Right. Tupac's message still hits home today. Tupac, everybody's walking around with the thug life, with a tattoo on their stomach, with the bandana, trying to replicate and do uh, Tupac-themed videos, and his interviews are still classics. Facts. Um, the influence is The influence is timeless, man. We'll never get another rapper that passionate about, you mm-hmm. know... The black the community. community. Yep. And uh Wayne to me was just the best skilled. Uh, you know, I still listen to old Wayne and um I still hear new like m- uh meaning behind certain bars. So it's just like just that nostalgia Wayne gives me, man, is like just he just wanted to be the best rapper. And I feel like we don't get that no more. It's money, 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 money. Uh screw screw girls get money. Yep. Pimp this, f that, suck this, do that. Excuse my language, but it's not. It's Wayne was just the best. I just want to be the best rapper, and um, you know, people say Wayne didn't talk about a lot of things in his music and things like that. But man, just that run Wayne went on was crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this, my bad. This is my final question. So if you got one message, if you had like let's say sixty seconds, sixty to seconds, two minutes to give a message. That you wanted to reach the masses, the masses, what would it be? Um, don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. I know it sounds cliche as hell. Stop listening. I mean, take advice. You know, we we all give advice on social media. You know, I, I give a lot of advice. You know, Xavier Miller and D give a lot of financial advice. Great advice. I'm talking about people with opinions. Advice and opinions is not the same thing. Damn. So when you go on you, you go on Twitter and you're seeing all these opinions on what you should and shouldn't do, half the time them people aren't doing anything themselves. So don't let any of that sway what you do with yourself. Um, you know, uh, go on, go on, because the internet is so powerful these days. It can sway what you do and things like that. So sure. go on fast. Go take weeks and days without social media. Um, uh, eat right too, you know. And us as African Americans, we don't talk about health and diet and things like that. You know, my girl, she's starting to get me on the um, the 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 moss and shit like that. The sea moss <laughs> shakes and the green drinks and the teas mm. and the, her, the herbs and things like that. Uh, her brand is Thirteenth Mirror. Support her. She's doing her thing. Um, but um, yeah, man, you could do it. And, and I know it sounds cliche. Um, you you could you could do it. You could be anything you want to be. Travel. Um, if you don't have the money to travel, take road trips with friends. You don't, you know, everybody can't get on flights and go to Miami and do the, you know, mm-hmm. go to the next city over and see how they living and try new foods and exp- expand your mind. I feel like a lot of people who give opinion, these opinions 
these days. They don't even travel themselves. It's Facts. biased. Everything is biased. Facts. Like every city says their city's the most dangerous because they never went to another hood. No, Chicago. <laughs> I know you're from Chicago. It's crazy. <laughs> Cleveland's crazy. Yeah. Cleveland crazy too. Philly's crazy. Yeah. Dallas is crazy. But people, they everybody says. Everybody, you're right. Everybody says right. their city's the most that because they don't travel. Yep. You know, you have to travel and get out of your biased mind state. And that's just really all I got to say. I'm not a know-it-all. I'm still learning. But um, should I be here all day trying to give you all advice? But for the most part, um, you know, stay off of stay off of the socials when you're really trying to buckle down and sacrifice, uh, you know, something that you feel like you need, whether if it's going to the club or anything that where you may feel like is just in the way. Man, that's just, hey, you just gave some gems, man. We definitely gonna double it back, man. But no, nah, for sure, we definitely gotta re re. <laughs> yeah. nah, hey, but, this 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 right here was classic. Tell you, no, this is part one. trust me, trust yeah. me, trust me, bro. But before we let you go, man, I first want to say I really appreciate you taking the time out your busy schedule to come yeah. out and rock with us, man. Like we don't take that for granted. We really appreciate. No, nah, for that. sure. And I'm sorry yeah. for being late. You know, nah, niggas you... always late. <laughs> but you know, I, I I did see y'all around before, and I didn't know y'all were based in Dallas, mm -hmm. but I seen the screen. Mm -hmm. So like I told you, walking up, I'm like, damn, this guy's from Dallas, making this type of noise because i'm not seeing i'm seeing you on social media but i'm not seeing you get the love you should get within certain With this. like why are people not talking about xavier miller and d and i feel like you know i'm here to help y'all change this anything y'all need from me whether if it's bringing dr rose up or athlete or a rapper i will do that man that's love bro like yeah. i said we do not take that for granted i really really appreciate that but before uh, we get we get off do you mind plugging all your stuff where people can find you follow sean, you everything. sean cotton on say cheese i mean on instagram <laughs> uh sean <laughs> underscore cotton on uh twitter uh say cheese tv say cheese digital say cheese uncut say cheese academy say cheese farms uh yeah we have a lot of uh backup pages because instagram will they will take Bitch. your stuff so <laughs> you got to make sure you get right um and then um yeah, say cheese farms. Follow uh my guy Prit Paul too. And, mm. You know we out. And mm. D, uh, before we wrap up, what's your info? You can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent, Twitter Deanna S Kent, and you can find me on YouTube at Lessons in Life and Luxury. And of course, make sure you go buy Xavier's Crypto Guide <laughs> at www.godscrypto.com. It's an amazing piece of information. Yeah. You wanna go ahead? It's also the, uh, this show is officially sponsored by my official crypto guy. If you're looking to get into crypto, it's like all the basics for beginners. Talk about coin. I give out 13 different coins to invest in, platforms to use, how to pay taxes if you got to pay taxes, all that good stuff. All things you need to get started. That's at www.godthenumber2crypto.com. And you also can follow me on all platforms at Xavier C. Miller. That's uh, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And follow the Men of Mindsets podcast as well. And that's all we got for y'all on this episode of Man Up Mindsets Podcast. See you guys next episode. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people. If you know they solid, elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it. No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant.